0: You haven't lived until you've heard the show Americans are talking about. The show that launches its listeners to the height of humanity. The audio hour that travels the landscape of adventure. The sound that comforts more than the clip of your first bolt. It's the
1: Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show!
2: Well,
1: we're Outdoor Adventure Summits, the airwaves. This is the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show. I'm your host, our Brandon Long. I'm going with you for the next about... Maybe we're going to the full 60 today, because we have a full house, full full show, full load. Uh, by my side is Corey Davis of Ogden Avalanche. Across from me here in Banyan One is the best co-host in all the land, Todd of the Top. Todders, how you doing?
3: Yeah, I'm good.
1: Yeah, you're good? <laughs> <laughs> across from Todd, uh, Ben Botter, also of Ogden Avalanche. No, across from me is
3: you, besides oh, yeah, besides, besides, top, besides Yeah, besides Todd. We got to put that screwed picture that their up. Heads. totally
1: screwed that up, yeah. yeah. Next to you, uh, next to your your right shoulder there, Ben Botter. Yes, okay, we're clear now. Benny, how are you? Doing great. Doing great? Okay, <laughs> okay, good. Uh, this week we have a weekly happy, also our two guests who are fully alive because they've been drinking coffee at WB's, uh, Corey Davis and Ben Botter of Ogden Avalanche, introducing the Backcountry Bash. We have a trip report from the Continental Divide Trail with Bryden Boley on the docket. A lot's happening this weekend and some new on the radar. Uh, Coming up in February, we'll tell you what that is in the news, including Snow is Coming, Weber River Restoration, Altera buying Sugarbush, Backcountry CEO had to move out of his house because he was threatened, and a prana Poet. Give you something worth watching that you're really going to love. It's an animated short. Todd, it is fantastic. If you are into... Uh, SAR search and rescue or animation or, or shorts or, or animation or shorts or short shorts you will love this worth watching nice. G- give you something worth reading um, if you are a, I don't know, in if you are looking for information on mental um, not just illness but how to recover from things mentally there's a pretty good one about running uh, also 10 commandments for staying alive in avalanche terrain see what I did there I'm tying the show together you're that doing was, great that was Tremper's uh, article from a couple of years ago gear 30 segments of my lands quote of the weekend outdoor jukebox so all of this and more on Ogden outdoor adventure show episode let's see 342 I believe uh, don't mess with the numbers yeah, yeah 342. <laughs> don't mess well with the numbers you know we forgot one let's charge let's summits with the agility of a mountain goat flashes routes faster than UPS is more intimate in the mountains than Jake Gyllenhaal he's Todd to the top
3: so that was like a super weak let's charge I need another let's charge Let's ch- let's charge. Thank you. Let's <laughs> charge.
1: All right. Do you remember um, the nineteen eighty-six film Fire and Ice? Yes. You do. I do. This is the uh, this is the weekly happy. The um, language we can all so you can yeah But the music though. Oh, nice. <laughs> eighty-six ski films. Nice. Sure Gotta snap your fingers. Tap side to side. <laughs> this is what you were doing the entire time you're watching uh, it. Yeah. I like the choreography. <laughs> oh, this doesn't make you happy. Mimosas will. Combination like of the uh, two.
4: Skiing and sparklers.
1: <laughs> Super safe, Davey. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> skiing and
4: sparklers. When here. we're talking
1: Ogden Avalanche, this is Corey Davis's field right here. That is. Yeah. Yep. Mm. Well, you uh, know that. Uh, Ski ballet
0: was famous in Ogden. You bringing it back?
3: So famous. You bringing it back? Yeah,
0: backcountry ski ballet or ballet. Back <laughs>
1: nice. All right, that's the trailer Fire it. and Ice <laughs> 1986 Willie Bogner film, for those of you interested. I
3: got to find that. I got to find that on uh, VHS I, as well. I thought
1: you might even have it on
3: VHS. I got I to go through. I'm going to go through all the tapes, which yeah. will take a long time once we get the VCR here in the oh, studio. Man, I'd be so stoked if you had that. Yeah. And if I can't, I will find that. That's a joy. I want all <laughs> the your 70s dice. and
1: 80s films. We need a big screen oh, yeah. here yeah. in Banyan, and that's just go- Playing on replay. all the time. Yeah. Yeah. God, I love it so much. Done. Good find. All right. Joined here by Corey Davis and Ben Botter of Ogden Avalanche and the Backcountry Bash. Should I include myself? Yeah. You are a board member. So you haven't fired me yet because nope. I did a terrible poster. Actually, you didn't even use the poster. I You printed your own. You didn't even make the poster.
0: You know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I the poster. I feel like okay. you really uncovered something right now. <laughs> yeah you got to
3: be able to accept that. Sometimes, Brandon, they're right. going to reject what you do.
0: Yeah, he did like a 70%. He got some of the logos on and then never finished Wait it.
3: Wait a second. 70%? That's like Banyan's motto.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Like, if C. we can present 70%, <laughs> that is a C. You know, I tried to tell him that, Todd, and he rejected me. He's like, well, you're missing this logo. The standards are yeah. obviously higher than
3: the Banyans, which is fine.
0: He got Gear 30 logo on there, though. That was the important part.
1: It was, yeah. There was... <laughs> Self, self first. Uh, Corey, who? Wh- what is Ogden Avalanche? What are we even talking about? Uh is we. This like a real thing.
0: Yeah, it is actually a real thing. Now we are a nonprofit, like uh, like registered. We are registered. We have like a tax ID number and everything. I had to fill out a tax form the this spring.
1: Or like with. You
0: know. With both the feds and okay. the state. All right. Yeah, it's all we, done
3: out of the back of somebody's van, but it looked legit.
0: Yeah, it was in the back. It was a tan van, actually. <laughs> we have all the official stamps in the back of that. You need a passport? I mean, just come to the tan van; they'll just pump them out for you. I feel or you're gonna have to, mute to mic tell soon. people that. Yeah, a
1: nominal fee. Yeah, how, how do you guys make any money? Shh. <laughs> Yep. We have zero advertisers <laughs> 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 Yeah, uh, We'll okay. advertise
0: with you We well, don't have any money that. either But you know it's I fine get
1: it. I get it So how are you funded?
0: Uh, we are going to be funded by the Backcountry Bash In 2019-20
1: Okay so, so when's the bash? It's the 21st of November Of November At the front At the front Who's invited?
0: Uh, everyone is invited
1: You don't have to be a member You don't have to be any, You have to ski
0: You don't have to ski You don't have to You can be into ski ballet. You could be into like Backcountry ice skating uh, You could be into Backcountry sledding Like talking real sleds Not snowmobiles here Oh okay Like Snow Plastic sled Snowshoeing Walking
1: Even ultra running
0: Ultra runners Definitely. They're always invited
1: I want to see the ultra runners Because you mentioned the other day And it's something that we don't think about Ultra runners Are animals They get out year-round mm-hmm. and they run slopes that are directly under avalanche train. whether they know it or not mm-hmm. yeah it was a mimosa break for yeah me. it was sorry <laughs> and they do it year-round in those short shorts yeah yeah now every now and then they'll throw the tights on underneath mm-hmm. yeah or the tall socks yeah tall socks are a thing
0: and you know I'm semi-connected to those people. Semi. Yeah, those people. They're, I'm not one of them. We're separate, but equal, right? Yeah, but you, like, run next to them. I do, so <laughs> I care about them deeply. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, yes, ultra runners, I don't know. Okay,
1: how much does it cost to get into the It's
0: bath? $20 to get in what does if that get you, you buy your ticket early. Oh. It's 25 at the door. Oh, okay. So get your tickets early. Why not? Yeah. And you get entered into an uh, early bird raffle.
1: mm just for those who purchased early.
0: Yeah. So it's easier on us because we know how many people are coming then.
1: So 20 bucks, you get to hang out with us, all of we'll us the here four the four of us, yeah. Brandon
0: nope. will MC as always.
1: Uh, Sarah asked me yesterday, oh, you're MC in the bash, aren't you? I'm all, well, I have no plans to MC the bash, but what happens is Corey hands me a microphone every year. <laughs> so, and let's be honest,
3: Brandon lights yeah. up. Uh-huh. And then I just do my he thing. He recognizes <laughs> himself as an MC, yeah. even if he's not hired to do yeah. it.
0: Has he ever been to an event that he
1: hasn't emceed? I have no notes. Not very often. Yeah. It's usually me on myself on the mic, and I'm okay with that. But when she asked me, I'm like, well, I don't have any plans to. I plan to show up and and enjoy the moment until Corey hands me a microphone. Whatever. (laughs) Hand him a
3: microphone, (laughs) hand him a beer, and you'll be fine.
0: I have it right here. Like, on my list of sponsors, it says Gear 30, and it says On Board Yes, and it says, what are they donating? And it says, Brandon, (laughs) question (laughs) mark.
1: <laughs> Again, that sounds like something <laughs> we would do. Wait, so you just d- like like me? Yeah, like like that's me. Part of the raffle. Yeah. It's yeah. one of those an evening with for how long?
0: Well, I don't know. We do. Should we raffle you off that's what like I'm one of those dates like they used to do? Right. That's I think that's asking. a good I am idea. Married.
1: Well, I, I mean, we just can just ask one, Bobby. Just one evening, she'd be fine. <laughs> it's going to a good cause. Or you could raffle off my MC skills. Yeah. That's which, true that's too. Which is probably worth. But more. have that's you nonsense. ever gotten paid to MC? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Corey, I know that's a funny question. I get paid more to MC than a lot of other things I do. <laughs> Weird, but it's a t- some some I do. A lot many I do free, but yeah. w- when I do get paid, and I get paid well, actually, well, I'm MC. proud of you. But that's I just don't do. I don't do it often. It's not like you can MC every weekend or something. I don't
0: know. Well, you do almost MC. You MC'd last weekend
1: you
3: MC most of the time
0: yeah
1: what was last week
3: wasn't I yeah, at the I it the awards
0: it blends
1: oh yes. no! yeah I did yeah I was the yeah but they call that something special like uh it wasn't the host it was something else. I think
3: it's a master of ceremonies master which of ceremonies. is an MC
1: so it's gonna be very similar yeah. uh, everyone's wondering how does this guy ever get any jobs <laughs> <laughs>
3: Word of mouth. Word yeah. of mouth. <laughs> Word of mouth. That's Nobody it else wants <laughs> yeah. them at all. It's because, let's be honest, it's you and Shane Osgathorpe, and that's it. If he's busy,
1: you get the call. <laughs> I rounded the corner from Wall going uh, east on 25th Street last night, and I'm and for whatever reason, the question in my mind became, who is the voice of Ogden? Uh, why, I don't know, and it was Shane Osgathorpe. He, like Shane freaking yeah. Osgathorpe. Yeah.
3: And you're kind of in the shadow, let's be honest, a little bit in the shadow. I'm second
1: or third, yeah. I don't know who the other one would be, but yeah. Uh, Okay, so if we raise money for Ogden Avalanche, back back to the task at hand. Oh, sorry. If we (laughs) raise money for Ogden Avalanche, where does the money go? This is not just beer money, Ben. Yeah, it's not just petty cash anymore. Because uh, you wasted all the petty cash at the bar last year. Is that correct? Uh,
0: no, Ben lost it oh, is actually okay. what happened. We didn't actually spend any of it because we lost it before we could spend it.
4: Yeah, I didn't actually drink the night that we spent it all on beer or uh, lost it. So <laughs> it ended up in my glove box, but I did not put it there. Yeah, Basically
3: what we're saying is that when you buy the $20 entrance to the bash, it's, it's going to go to a safe place. Yeah, <laughs> you, You're clearly starting to establish that. <laughs> Is, uh, it's somehow attached directly to the
1: bank please. yes it oh, is yeah. attached yeah. to
0: the bank now okay. we have a bank account
1: well, you have to now and you have to disclose it because yeah you're profit yeah this is
0: this is true so anyways wait it's,
1: are we disclosing salaries yeah we have, we have to. to yeah yeah
0: everything's sweet. public sweet so, i mean uh, we haven't made anything yet to disclose but at some point we will oh, disclose okay. your sh- salary yeah.
1: the day we hit the black right uh, yeah yeah the day we hit the black. So the money goes to what?
0: Um we're going to step up our uh, outreach and education in Ogden this year. We're going to do well obviously know before you goes which we've always done. Um but they're all going to be on us now. They're not going to be supported by the UAC. So the one we're doing at the Gear 30 on December 12th, right? Oh, he's looking at his calendar. I
1: yeah, I am checking. It's um, December
0: 12th. I know this. Okay. Um so yeah, that's continue. one thing. We're going to do more of the season reviews. So we did one at the Shooting Star last year, which you video live casted.
1: I made it into a magazine. You
0: did make it in the magazine because of that.
1: That was that was dreams come true right there. Yeah. Like, I've always wanted to be in a ski mag. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> and I made it.
3: Podcasting. 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 <laughs> yeah, and it was
1: full Full back shot. Like nobody knows who I am.
3: It was that Hey, That was your good side. But
1: that was the best side. And it, it was, was my headphones were high and uh, I looked interested in what I was doing. And so it was like
0: a professional ski photographer the took same, the picture.
1: And that part's true. And you were also in the photo. Yeah. And Ben. Ben was in there too? So yeah. I remember seeing Ben. Hidden, Hidden at, yeah. At the you. bar. It's like it wears Behind you. Bar, yeah. Looking for the petty cash. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and
0: we're gonna try and do some uh, free beacon clinics this year also in the Ogden area. Maybe Powder Mountain, maybe Snow Basin. We're not sure yet. We're still working out the details on that. Um, yeah. But uh, we're our goal is to break even this year because in the past we've just spent a lot of money uh, with no money coming in and so um, we have a lot of other things that we have to pay for also. Like a website, which we're gonna uh, introduce this year, and then we've also joined Infox International. Yeah, Infox International, mm-hmm. um, and that's like a information sharing website for avalanche things. Um, and so that also costs money. Um, lots of things cost money, as we all know. And so that's what the bash is going to fund this year.
1: So what's the relationship with the Utah Avalanche Center?
0: Uh, It is still very good. Uh, We are donating some of the proceeds to the UAC from the bash also.
1: So how come Ogden needed their own Avalanche forecasters?
0: Uh, We're not forecasting. We're just sharing information and Um, education at this point. But in the future, you know, we've talked about forecasting at the board meetings, but it's been tabled so far. Um, That was a
1: very executive statement of you.
0: Because Ben's technically the executive director, I'm just in charge of outreach and education here. Um, But uh, why did we need it? We just felt like we needed a little bit more Ogden, right? I mean, Ogden is an interesting place, and especially the winter sports community. Uh, Like I put on social media the other day, I think we're all like within one or two people of each other in Ogden. There's not like you can go anywhere in the winter sports community and be like, oh, do you know this person? They're going to be like, no. Right.
1: I mean, look at your your Well what happens is you're like, Oh well well he's friends with soats are like, Oh yeah, I know. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly.
0: Just like the dojo homies that were here last week, right? I mean, it's all intertwined here and so just like Ride Local First, just like you guys here in Banyan One, just like anywhere you go in Ogden, you know, we want Ogden to be represented and so that was where Ogden Avalanche came from
1: uh very good so what's the future hold for uh, you have hats you sold a hat this morning in the coffee shop we
0: did sell a hat in the coffee shop because uh we have a great art director who made our logo it wasn't me now you're just marketing and you're not
1: the art director i'm not the the art director i'm not the graphic designer Mm. speaking of don't we have a graphic designer
4: in the house (laughs) (laughs) oh shit no I'm, i'm tapped.
2: He's, tap. he's busy <laughs> i'm making time for you guys today yeah so that's
3: all that. we get <laughs> take that i don't even hear about these events half the time until after i see the photographs yeah. it's just assumed that oh he's busy doing something yeah
0: so, he is he's busy doing other things but i
3: fully support what uh, ogden avalanche is doing including oh, i like your motto i wish we could probably change uh from still untamed to Ogden is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you worded that, that was great. <laughs> and it's like, everybody knows each other or is related to each other. Yep,
2: Ogden. That's pretty much yeah. it.
0: But yeah, I mean, I've only been here for like 12 years. So like, I think in three years I can officially be like an Ogden local. I think you have to do mm. like 15 years. Is that I'll like? i just
2: own it, you, you're a local.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, if Todd's letting me in, then it's I guess a, I'm in now. It's just
3: involvement, I think has to play a little bit of uh, a
0: moment okay. it. So. Because you know Ogden used to be known as like oh, it smells like dog food up there. Why would I go up north And now we're like, oh it still
3: mm. does, but it but it's <laughs> we're, we're, we're adding to that Our portfolio was bigger than it was it's more than just the dog
1: food I know it's a come great on, place yeah All right, come to the bash the bash is going to have uh, we'll have spirits and food.
0: yeah Ogden's own distillery yep. is our number one spirits sponsor Spirit beer. Uh, Roosters is on board this year. Mm. Big news! We added another beer sponsor. So you know we've run out of beer in the past, and so we needed another beer. Roosters sponsor. is making
3: more beer than they ever have, so that's probably a good. Benefit. Yep, and if Talis- they run out, they can just go get some.
0: Yep, yeah. and that's what Talisman has done for us in the past too. So that's our other beer sponsor, Talisman. Talisman down there on Roosters,
1: 12. Ogden's own.
0: Yep, the slice. Can't forget about Lucky Slice, Slice, our our homie.
1: We got to pay for a slice or or is it $20 to get you you some pizza?
0: So $20 gets you in. It gets you uh, pizza from the pizza truck, which will be out back serving their slices.
1: You going to let the van in this year?
0: yeah i mean we tried to get it in last year and you didn't show up on time and so
1: it was blocked
0: it's true <laughs> that really does sound like that's possible yeah but we can try I and get was the van, van blocked by lucky slice yeah the pizza truck was in the west they get there early
1: <laughs> you didn't tell me to get there early you told me to get there like on time and i was like 20 minutes late and i was (laughs) or what's
3: what's probably true with lucky slices they just never left from the last yeah (laughs) they're just still there the van
0: is just there or the truck uh and you get two drink tickets so that can be spirits admiral pepsi is also one of our sponsors and so they bring the non-alcoholic lots of mountain dew for the kids so bring Mm. your kids and get them hopped up on mountain dew The, um, the kids don't need to pregame <laughs> on Mountain
1: Dew. Just bring them. Just
0: bring them. It's gonna be plenty. They there. can drink Mountain Dew and Boulder all night long.
1: The kids can. We can't, right? Because if you drink, you can't climb.
0: Right. You can't drink and climb. But the kids, you can drink Mountain Dew and climb. You can yeah. do and climb all yeah. all
1: night. <laughs> yeah. So you get your climb
4: on, and then go put your wristband on. Yeah. Well, once you got a wristband on. Yeah.
0: Okay. But yeah, so you get two two drink tickets, pizza for twenty dollars. So that's like going out to get pizza anyway so it's that same price And it's
1: a thursday night
0: and it's a thursday night and you get to hang out with your friends and you get to check out all the booths right we're gonna have a bunch of booths this year more than last year uh weaver county star is gonna have a booth set up talking about what they do you know i don't really know what they do no i know what they do they we'll save stop lives. By their booth. yeah, yeah exactly sarah's gonna be there uh gear 30 will be there of course uh atomic and solomon will be there um, goal foundation is setting up a booth see like we're legit goal foundation is
1: showing up. You did something right, Corey. Yeah,
0: I know. Yeah. I'm um, proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. who else? I don't know. We have lots of booths that are going to be set up.
1: Um, I have a list here. Look at how long this list is of people. So to find <laughs> out more information about this event, uh, really I would follow, um, Ogden Avalanche on Instagram because throughout the season, you do a very good job of updating, uh, the conditions Oh, on, thank you. On the Instagram, so that's at Ogden Avalanche. Yes. Uh, the website is weird, so the website is Ogden, the, web,
4: the website's not quite up yet. We're still working
1: on. It's that. just a blog. Yeah, right OgdenAvalanche dot org. <laughs> but if you like, t- search, do search, search Ogden Avalanche, Ogden Avalanche, or what? Because if you try to just type it in and go, it's because it's not the HTTPS or whatever. It doesn't it recognize it necessarily. So. Just search Ogden Avalanche. Nah.
0: And we try to update the blog once a week. Um, That was our big push last year. And so we did that. So as
1: far as conditions goes, this year the plan is Instagram? Yes. And then you're going to be – because there was quite a few blogs last year.
0: Yeah, we tried to do one every week almost. So that's a lot of of blogging. Um, Just current uh, conditions and sort of where we think we're going or where we've been was what the the blog was
1: mainly and then i asked you this before so you already have the the answer in your head ready to go why should people check conditions before they go into the backcountry
0: uh can you just answer it for me again because last time you saved me
1: i wrote it down (laughs) i know and i don't know where i put it
0: i wrote it on the paper
1: (laughs) (laughs) todd's looking at ben like save us like, these, uh, two, these two yeah, yeah ben
0: what our executive director is going to answer the question because i already answered it why do people need to check the forecast before traveling into the backcountry mr bowder
4: well if you wanted to attend one of our no before you go classes oh, yes. like the one that's on december 12th that'd be a great uh option to kind of get a few of the reasons why but really you need to know the conditions to know what you're getting into Um, to know whether certain slopes are going to be off limits that day to know what kind of terrain you want to venture into. I mean, we get really
1: technical and boring
4: about it. Well, to remind Corey
1: of his answer, it's the, that helps you make better decisions when you're actually out there so that when you see the slopes, you know what to expect a little bit. Um, it just gives you a heads up. So that when you're out there in the mountains and you see what's going on in for real land, instead of just on a website or something, you are, you have some information to go off of. Yep. And I was at the DMV when I came up with my answer, and I
0: actually used Ben as an example. I said, you know, if you're like Ben Bowder and you commute to Salt Lake every day, if it's snowing, you're gonna check Google Maps and see where the traffic is. And that's exactly what checking the forecast is in the morning for avalanches. Yeah. Yeah. So. And that's
4: kind of, you know, a, a little bit of how Ogden Avalanche was born is we were all kind of texting each other anyway and calling each other in the morning. It's like, hey, where did you ski yesterday? Where are you skiing tomorrow? Yeah. What did you see out there? And it became a way that we all kind of networked anyway. And then now that we've been doing it through Instagram, people sent us a message saying, hey, I was here today and this is what I saw. Maybe I want to check that out. And then Corey or I or, you know, Daniel or any of us to go out and check out and see if we can find those areas so that when we put our little post out the next day, it says, hey, watch out for this. We saw this. Or, you know, look out for the wind. The wind's supposed to pick up tonight. You might see some touchy wind slab stuff. That's kind of how that all happened is it was through just the community of Ogden awesome. and that's kind of what we want to do hopefully with the website uh, there will be a way that people can submit observations so you can say hey this is what I saw out there today check it out
1: and this is good for again we should mention snowmobilers um, not just uh, skiers and split boarders, <clears throat> excuse me but snowshoers trail runners anyone who ventures into the back and maybe even um, if you're hanging out up there it, I, I don't ever drop into North Park do they? No, but well. there
0: was actually above Weaver State a number of years ago. There was a fatality, actually, mm. like right there above, like the Fitness Trail. Have you yeah. ever been to the Fitness Trail? Hey, what are you saying? <laughs> that, was <laughs> that was harsh. That was harsh listen i know he used to hang out up there that's what that's what i meant he didn't mean anything i didn't mean it like that
1: it's too late you do you know what i watched i watched the football game last night that that guy didn't mean to rip the helmet off the other guy and hit him in his head with his own helmet yeah i know that was fierce it was way fierce you didn't mean (laughs) what you just said either Uh uh-huh i get it i was napping Uh, through that
0: part of the football (laughs) game
1: (laughs) it was like seven seconds (laughs) left <laughs> so the bash is next thursday the 21st yes uh everyone should go 20 bucks get your tickets before it's 25 day of we're we'll be there lots of local vendors will be there uh we'll have a good time um get your drink and eats on and most importantly help fund the ogden uh, avalanche.org ogden avalanche.org and you can follow ogden avalanche at ogden avalanche on instagram and go to the website that ben will have up soon or in time for the season at least so that you can hopefully submit ops.
0: Yes. Sweet, this is true.
3: You selling anything? Selling? Are you guys selling any hats? We or sell
0: hats and bags and uh, what did we get this year? New. mean so did bring a few bucks for that. Yeah, bring some money, bring some cash. We'll have the square thing. We can take cards. We're we're fully, fully legit now. We can take credit cards and stuff
1: at the door. Do you guys want to go let Bryden in? Oh, oh yeah, I can let him it. in. All right. <laughs> Todd's got <laughs> oh, that's it. So sad. <laughs> yeah.
0: That was a mean way to God. Brian's, yeah, Brian's here. here. could you just? Uh, no, but like, he called and OMG. I missed the call. I'm
1: assuming that's what's happening. He could have called because he's late. I don't know. He might not be out there, Todd.
0: Yeah, like us last year. But look how early. you were so
1: early that you're like lit on coffee, which is fantastic. I know. Uh, I thought I bought an extra orange juice, thinking you guys would take me out of mimosas but we're doing all right
0: no we're doing we're going slow on the mimosas high on the espresso from next door what is that W's WB's Wbs. that place is awesome
1: right yeah I hear pro tip uh, go there right as the sun's setting because the colors are just beautiful from that Uh, and in the spring summer or or nice weather you can sit out there on the patio Nice. yeah very nice
0: Yeah, I'm digging it. I'm into the Monarch. I'm 100% in.
1: On the docket, on the docket. (laughs) Stick around, you guys. Uh, Okay, we're not going anywhere. Okay, Uh, tonight, and listen, I called probably five times yesterday to get tickets, and they were so big. They finally had to change their... The Piri's Egyptian Theater finally changed their message on their answering machine to say, we've had a, a high volume of calls today for tickets it will sell out get it early today if you haven't got your tickets uh ride local Firsts uh, dojo presented by ride local first is tonight uh, from seven to nine and it's gonna i mean it's gonna go so show up early if you want good seats yeah i listened in,
4: last time it was jammed yeah.
1: yeah and we're
0: gonna break the record for beer sales is what i heard from your podcast last week
1: yep break the record
0: That's that's my goal. And then
1: Saturday night, Snow Basin Sports Education Foundation Winter Welcome right here at the Monarch. Uh, We had them on the show last week as well. The Sports uh, Education Foundation Winter Welcome from 530 to 10. Uh, Come to the Monarch for that on Monday. Ski Movie Mondays at Slackwater Beer Pizza Movie. (laughs) You know what's what's being shown? Is that all we do
0: in Ogden is, like, eat pizza, watch ski movies, and drink beer? Because, I mean, it seems like it's a. am seeing a trend. When there's no snow. Oh, true.
1: Yeah. When there's snow, I can't get you anywhere. We off the no. That's when you're late it's to podcast. It's that same list, but then you're adding yeah, snow nice, to yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, the Cup Hop Ogden Nature Center Friend Drive begins on November 22nd. You buy a coffee mug, and then you go to... There's different times, so on November 22nd, you go to Harrison Grounds for coffee and you get free coffee from 7.30 to 10 a.m. And then again, on December 3rd, you go to Cafe Merc, you get free coffee. Because you buy the cup of coffee and then you go to these different coffee places and you get free coffee. It's called a cup hop and it supports the Ogden Nature Center. That starts on November 22nd. The Bash, which is the day before, I, look at that, I switched those, is Thursday. So the coffee's on the Friday. The bash is on the Thursday at the front. We just talked about that from 6 to 9.30. Be there. Um, again, another Ski Movie Monday. It's Slackwater on the 25th. snow base and opening day, uh, the 27th. Thanksgiving, yeah. Snow's coming. Well, we'll see. Someday. Yeah, we'll see. The white ribbon. We don't want too much
0: snow early. It's already it's already getting bad out there. We had
1: some, some avid, we'll say, Uh Joe and Colby, uh, backcountry skiers in the shop last night who were talking about just that, how they were like, couldn't be happier with the way things are setting up right now. So we'll see. Yeah. Except for they're a little worried about what's the small R-day. base that's there. Yeah, Yeah, it's lurking yeah. out there. Yeah, if it doesn't melt off, or, and then I also heard it needs to, either that or it just needs to rain a lot. Yeah,
0: rain high and then start snowing a lot. Yeah.
1: All right. New on the radar, on the radar, tickets are now available for the Banff... Mountain Film Festival World Tour at Perry's Egyptian Theater in February from February 14th through the 16th. Another event in which you need to buy your tickets early because that's like seating. And Todd and I have made that mistake where we're on like the front row looking.
3: That was garbage. (laughs) Garbage seats. (laughs) It was painful. Definitely too old for that. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was not. It was no good. I liked was there a little extra room in front of the seats, I think, down there? There w- there was so extra room. That part room. was actually a little bit nice, yeah. but uh, it was a little too tight. So, yeah, think I had just a smidge. Yeah. Like, that's why we tell
1: you – that's why you listen to the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show, so you know about these things. Yeah, do mm-hmm. as we say and not as we do. All right, in the news, in the news, it will snow this winter. Yes, at some
0: point this winter it will snow. Bringing you can...
1: the best news in all the land. In fact, a meteorologist, Chris Tomer, uh, says it's going to snow very soon here all across uh, Utah and Colorado, the week of Thanksgiving. So we'll see if he is correct.
3: Who the hell is this Chris Tomer?
1: I don't know. Should we play this? Why it's should I trust this? I don't know.
0: Yeah, I only I trust worry. the KSL White Jacket guy.
1: The KSL White Jacket guy? Yeah. He's got, got a pretty good track record. Uh-huh. something stormier, and I think we can.
4: This is going to differ a little bit from the snow and ski uh, video update updates that I normally do. I mean, you Come guys wanted You guys wanted this, place, yeah. Obviously. So let's talk about the pattern. I've been calling this sort of the Great November Long. Where'd you find here. this? These first two weeks of November have basically delivered oh, okay. very little snow. Where I find all so my parts news. Parts of western and southwest Colorado. <laughs> it's the I mean, equivalent
2: of so
3: information from the back of a van. Yeah, the
0: it's like the onion of skiing. It's how I make all
3: my political decisions
2: bulletproof <laughs> and basically
3: a
1: dome of it so Okay, so, so that's enough of that guy. So Alright. Well, yeah. yeah. this winter. To Uh okay, yeah, also in the news, uh we were river restoration near I've I've got one remaining here at the standard
4: who looks like we have an incoming B. Near West areas oh, Track line
1: site approved by Ogden City Council. There's Bryden. Bryden come on in my friend. You can that seat might be wider down there next to Benny. Are you saying that I'm wide? No I'm hey, We just went over this Corey <laughs> I'm Sorry. I'm wider than you a restoration project on the Weber River near Ogden City's Trackline economic development project has been funded um, so about thirty thousand dollars grant money from the Utah Department of Natural Resources Ogden engineer Justin Anderson said the city plans to build a fish passage channel on the Weber River near 24th Street and Exchange Road Anderson said that an existing we uh, central Weber sewer line prevents fish migration in the area so this is good news good news um, Good stuff for our local fisheries and rivers in town. You
3: got to get a shot back here on this bench because it's just, we all look like little kids with the legs (laughs) sticking like straight out. (laughs) This bench is so wide. Here, I'll sit back. This is a good one. (laughs) 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 They're so cute at that age.
1: I know. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, uh, So we're going to wrap up in the news and then we'll chat. We'll do a, um, we'll chat with Brighton here. Talk about the CDT. So Altera Mountain Co., which owns two resorts in Utah. Corey, which ones? I
0: looked last night. It's Deer Valley and Solitude. Uh, knew Solity. you would know.
1: <laughs> knew you would know. They're buying <laughs> Sugarbush. Sugarbush in Vermont. So they are expanding. Will they compete with the big mountain resort owners? Who and when's Vale buying that one? Or? Yeah, Vail will be too much. Too much, Altera. We will buy you now. So. <laughs> a little threatened. Also Brighton There's Thread. some mimosas up here If you <laughs> s- are so inclined Alright yes. yeah. uh, Okay so the backcountry CEO Received a threat online This is not good I mean they screwed up Big time But don't threaten the man Alright Like he had to move his family Out of his house there Up in the Yeah And, and um, that's not okay So a message over Instagram read, I know where you live A nice pleasant place In Summit County And you will suffer Dire consequences According to the Park City newspaper Backcountry <laughs> Why are we laughing? What? This is not funny. Sorry. Backcountry <laughs> offices in Park City and Salt Lake City, the Summit County Sheriff's Office, added Nielsen's home and the company's corporate headquarters to its property. So, um, yeah, they received major criticism over filing petitions and lawsuits against smaller businesses for using the word backcountry. What's our name of our event coming up?
0: Uh, the uh, Go in the Woods and Ski event.
1: Okay, good. I thought we changed that. First yeah, we, we changed it. <laughs> Yeah, you got to watch out now. I just want to make sure that – okay. Uh, Yeah, so the CEO is not in his house right now, but don't threaten the man. So there's a poll up at S News, and the poll is, is Backcountry doing enough to – and S News is an industry uh, website, an industry place where people who own retail shops – uh can get information on how to be a better retailer and that kind of thing. Uh, if you're if you produce gear, sell gear, whatever. Um so but it's public. Anybody can go there. Is backcountry doing enough to regain the trust of customers and partners? And the answers are yes, this was just business and they're being vilified, or they're on the right track by accepting responsibility, or they haven't done enough yet and need to make financial amends and finally no, they are dead to me. Um <laughs> 42 percent know they are dead to me according <laughs> to this poll over about 500 votes and then 19 and then it's like 19 19 and 20 so it's the first three are split and then 42 percent know that they are dead to me I think they have a problem um,
3: did they put any small businesses officially like out of business
1: or- they certainly did and then oh. they withdrew the lawsuit and and now and basically hired the guy so we'll see how that and then they and then there was backlash on him for being a a cell out the back it's we're just convoluted but what do they call that shill yeah uh yeah yeah Yeah, that's (laughs) that's one word
0: (laughs) Uh. or what were they called you know i grew up in the well so did brighton in the great great midwest Mm. you know picket what are those people called that go
5: across the picket line
0: what were they called do you remember
5: oh uh people who are like protesting yeah um
0: like the UAW, you know, and then they go across the line, and then they start working for the the automotive industry again. I can't think of what
1: it's called, but that's what he is. Yeah, you're gonna think about it in about ten minutes. Yeah, yeah he's got I it. Know, I can. I know I, he's what you're got, got it. Yeah. So yeah. finally, in news, <laughs> Prana awarded a hundred thousand dollars to a software engineer turned poet in a dream job promotion. Uh, what would you do with hundred grand Quina Bergen, a software engineer turned poet and motivational speaker said she would quit her job to travel the country to bring motivation, inspiration and poetry to the forefront of any conversation. She says, I want to help people believe that the way to achieving your great, greatest ambitions is dictated by your everyday decisions. Bergen said in her application video to Prana's $100,000 dream job promotion. So she is the winner, winner chicken dinner. Congrats. <laughs> Yeah. That's
3: great. Where, where'd Prada come up with $100,000? Uh, not for us. Yeah. <laughs> it was no. Prana, that's, that's
0: not
1: Prada, not Prada.
3: They're doing okay <laughs> is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Prada's good.
5: I like that too. Right?
1: Uh, all right, yeah. Trip Report, Trip Report. Um and Bully, how's the CDT looking?
5: Uh, right now, or just over the, over the <laughs> summer. <laughs> right now, it's really cold. Just, just snowing.
1: quickly wrap up your four months trip report. Okay, on the real CDT. quick, yeah. just a couple sentences. <laughs> we got Ninety seconds. We
5: got 90 it was seconds. great. It was fun. It was hard. <laughs> uh, no, uh, the C E T is it's a really extremely beautiful trail, yet extremely challenging. Um, very rugged terrain. Lots of ch- uh, very challenging weather to hike through um very cold very rainy very windy that's what i have to say about it what in about a nutshell the, an animal report uh the most wildlife i've ever seen by far um i saw two grizzly bears three black bears a martin 15 moose um lots of deer lots of elk there was a herd of elk walking through my friend and i's campsite one night in idaho that was really cool hey, coyotes lots of coyotes yeah, yeah that was cool cows a lot of cows yeah we were drinking out of the same water sources a lot that's gross uh, it was pretty gross definitely filter your water <laughs> everywhere <laughs> uh, yeah
1: so yeah were you scared of bears
3: yeah how close were you to those to the do you say grizzlies. how many
5: grizzlies did you see uh, I saw two grizzlies actually that's a cool story uh, I saw the two grizzlies in glacier from a very far away distance, they were. Um, I was going up a pass called uh, Pitamakan Pass, and um, they were on the opposite side of the valley on this snow field. And I, I, I could see that they were running, and jumping, sliding on their bellies down, kind of like playing or like sled riding, except on the on their bellies. <laughs> and I thought I was looking at them, and I thought. There's no way any, anybody's ever going to believe me that I'm, I'm witnessing this. And then a couple days later, on Glacier National Park's Instagram, they posted uh, videos of grizzly bears doing that, sliding on their stomachs on snow. And they're like, grizzly bears do this. This is something that they do for fun. And I thought that that was really cool. So th- the grizzlies were from a very far distance. But a couple I saw some black bears at a pretty um, close distance. <laughs> <laughs> like in your tent? Not in my tent, okay. but yeah. But uh, yeah.
1: Well, you yeah. you mentioned this on so we recorded a little segment too on the on the Gear Thirty podcast about your right. trip. But um, uh-huh. you mentioned on that one about the Bob Marshall Wilderness. Yeah, the Bob Marshall and what
5: they do with bears there. Yeah. So what I've heard is that when a bear is, uh, I guess, misbehaving, maybe has gotten into someone's food, gone into too many campsites, did some dumpster diving kind of thing, they they say, okay, this bear is a problem bear. So they tranquilize it and then relocate it to the Bob Marshall wilderness. So, um, and hiking. You spent how many days? Um, how many days? It, it was a while. It was back in June that I was there, but it was 190 miles mm-hmm. worth of hiking, 180, 190, something like that. So, I could about- tell you
3: right now at least five names of some people in Ogden I'd love to do that and just like tranquilize, them, relocate <laughs> them.
5: Like, just put I'm them in the like, Bob Marshall.
3: I'm thinking like Wendover or something. <laughs>
5: <laughs> they wake up, they're like, where am I? How oh. about we can each come up with five <laughs> names like, like that, like easy. Yeah.
1: <laughs> like quick. So they probably would love it, too. They're like, I'm in Wendover? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've always wanted to be here. <laughs>
3: <laughs> just
1: like the bears.
5: Just like the bears. My people. My people. Yeah. <laughs> That's really good. Okay, so <laughs> the,
1: the harshness of the CDT, it was um, – the hardest thing you've ever done?
5: Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The hardest hiking I've ever done, by and far. And
1: you started, uh, you know, in Canada, border of Canada. Right. The idea is that you hike south all the way to Mexico on Correct. the Continental Divide Trail. Yeah. You came up short. What happened?
5: Um, a lot of things happened. Um, the first initial thing was, uh, I got a really bad ear infection. I got an ear infection behind my eardrum and, um... That happened when I got to a place called Ghost Ranch in New Mexico. It was about hundred miles in, on the um, on the trail from Colorado into New Mexico. Got this ear infection. Uh, luckily, I have an aunt who lives in Santa Fe, so um, I got picked up and went to her house, and I stayed there for. I was at the time I was thinking, okay, this should just clear up in a couple of days. I'll just uh, wait it out and then get back to trail. And then a couple of days turned into a week and um, I had to take all these steroids for my ear, and then a week turned into two weeks. Um, so that was definitely a big hiccup, and while I was there it was snowing in Santa Fe and it was really cold. So I had a lot of time to think um, about the trail, but uh, one thing I wanna say is I don't wanna blame my ear infection on leaving the trail, cause I very well could've waited it out um, and then gotten back to the trail. Well, in those two weeks that I was at my aunt's house, um, I really contemplated the trail and, um, sort of, uh, processed my emotions about the hike. And I, I really did come to the conclusion that I didn't really think I was actually having a good time out there on the CDT. Um, I'd say from like the Wyoming basin to ghost ranch, I didn't really quite enjoy it as much as I did.
1: Basically it, Colorado sucks.
5: It, <laughs> it, it did. While I was there, I I there was days that I enjoyed it, but um I I sort of felt like I was in Colorado, a month and a half late yeah. than the best time to be there. Um,
1: like highs in the f- 50s, 40s. In yeah, the-
5: in the during the daytime highs in the 50s, and that's cause oh. that's cause it was sunny. Yeah. But then in the nighttime, it was getting down to very it was very winter temps. It was in the teens consistently, sometimes in the single digits. Um,
1: and we know you. You hike in short shorts, and short shorts yeah. don't do well in teens. <laughs> That's right, yeah. yeah.
5: <laughs> I barely wore – I I had a pair of pants. They were just these, like, cheap Amazon uh, silk Nylon pants that I got on Amazon. But, yeah, I mean, the ear infection was a big uh, factor in it, but uh, in as a whole I just thought to myself, you know, I'm really spending my time. I'm hiking, uh, but I – I'm not really enjoying it, so I just figured I think it's just time to leave, and and that's okay. And it was how many months? Uh, four months. Four months. June June 24th to October 21st. Incredible!
1: That's incredible. And how many uh, miles did you average a day when Um, on hike? Because you had down days, but when you were hiking,
5: I I think it's safe to say, uh, 26, 27 a day for, yeah, because there was a lot of days that were more than that, but there was a lot of days that were less than that and then there were some zero days in town, not hiking. So like if I just collectively threw it all together, I'd say like in the 25, 26 range. The verbiage is zero days, not down days, zero Uh, days. Yeah. And then how
1: many hiking days to zero, like how many zero days did you take or? On the CDT. Not counting those last two weeks.
5: Yeah, okay, not counting the last two weeks. Uh, This trail, I actually surprisingly took a lot more than I thought that I would. I'd say in total probably um, 15, 15 days off in town fifteen zero days in the beginning i was hiking a lot faster than i thought i would um and i, I made it from canada to you know yellowstone a lot faster than i thought that I, I would but um but then i definitely slowed way down in colorado it was a lot harder hiking
1: i loved cruising up there and meeting you in Yellowstone. yeah that was so fun so much yeah fun.
5: that was re- that was a I yeah.
1: got to play tour guide. Yeah. I felt like I was with a rock star uh, on the trail. <laughs> Whatever. It was so cool.
5: Yeah, it was yeah, that was really really nice. That was awesome.
1: How was hiking through, you know, national parks? Yellowstone?
5: Uh, Yellowstone was awesome. I really enjoyed it. Uh, the all the geysers and like those hot pots were really cool. Um kind of felt like you were on another planet and then and then I eventually got to a part of Yellowstone that like it was very obvious that not a lot of people hike through. It it was in the south east corner of Yellowstone. I went down through there, and um, the trails definitely seemed to be um, a lot less trafficked than they were in, like, the northwest corner of Yellowstone, Um, so that was cool. It was definitely scary. I was kind of on my toes at all times, like, is there going to be a bear right around this corner? Yeah. Because Yellowstone's known for that, but um, I didn't see any any bears in Yellowstone, and then south of there was the Bridger-Teton National Forest, which was cool, so I was walking on these ridges and then to my right in the west was the tetons for like a couple days i could just see Mm. them right there it was really cool and the sun would set over them and that was cool so and then you hit the winds and then the wind rivers the wind rivers on the cdt for me was definitely the best it was hands down the best time on trail i i had the whole cdt glacier was amazing but it did rain quite a bit but uh then the winds was just like perfect weather. It was sunny. It didn't rain. It wasn't windy. And, and yeah, I was, I was feeling my strongest at that point. So it, it was really fun.
3: So what was your, um, traveling companion situation?
5: Uh, not much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I I started the trail with uh with my um He found with, some interesting people, I know. Yeah. I started that's, the trail. I started the trail with two people, um one of my really good friends and his girlfriend who was coming out. So we hiked through Glacier together. Um
3: the girlfriend was coming out or came out to the uh,
5: She came out and hiked uh okay, for guys. a month, yeah. Um Makes for an awkward trail hike.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or a significant trail. Yeah, hike. yeah, you never know yeah.
5: Um, so we hiked Glacier together, um, but then, uh, they were moving, um, a little bit slower than I was, so I went on off by myself at that time, and I, it ended up turning into, like, a really lonely hike, um, there was other CDT hikers, but everyone seemed to sort of be on their own pace or hiking schedule or whatever, so I just sort of went on my own, and I ended up hiking, um, East Glacier, the end of Glacier, uh, to pretty much, uh, steamboat by myself um i mean there were other hikers out there and i would see some people sometimes but uh for the most part i would say it's safe to say i hiked east glacier to steamboat and then you
1: ebbed and flowed as far as being wanting to be alone and wanting to be with someone
5: else um there was uh yeah yeah i definitely there was moments where i thought okay i'm i definitely feel like i'm a solo hiker and i want to hike alone but then it got to a point where I was like, oh, wait, maybe that's not actually how I truly feel because I've been alone for so long. There was a couple hikers like this guy Cargo, who I hiked with a bit, and then this other guy, uh, his trail name was Bitter Goat. I just know him as his real name, Amethan. But uh, yeah, we hiked a bit together like in Lima. In, going into Yellowstone, we hiked together, but um, for the most part, it was pretty much by myself. Okay, real which, quick,
1: what's, the, what's your kit look like? How much does it weigh?
5: Okay, uh standard kit like summer spring fall kit would be um palante pack which is a, a small pack company in salt lake um a western 20 degree bag is pretty standard for me to use um neo uh, ThermaRest neo air x light um and te- uh shelter system i haven't really uh dialed that in like i've, I've been experimenting with a lot of things uh nemo we, we learned
1: what doesn't work
5: yeah, I'd say a Nemo Hornet one person. I want to try the elite version. It's like a, a lighter denier of the material. So I'd like to try that one. If if not that, probably a Z-Pax um, tent. Um, so there's that. Then like general like clothes. I don't carry too many clothes. One down jacket, a base layer for my legs, um, maybe a base layer for m- my torso. But the down jacket does that. Either that or just no down jacket um a winter hat extra pair of socks one pair of underwear that's pretty much it for clothes um a (laughs) mole. yeah and then um (laughs) a snow peak pot 700 milliliter and then um the ole camp ion i I don't know what it's called but it only weighs like one ounce and that stove is awesome um can they shave that just a little bit (laughs) from (laughs) that one ounce Because yeah.
3: there's somebody working oh, okay. on that right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, there is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
5: and then I and then I carry like a general like electronics bag with cords, um, maybe like a little notebook to like draw. Sometimes I carry crayons because I like to color and draw weird things. Um, and then how uh, many SD cards? Uh, on the CT I carried four, and I filled three of them. Oh. Yeah, and they're 128 gigs, so yeah. I've got a lot of stuff. Um, and then like a med kit with um, some hikers would say my med kit is like over the top, but I carry, like, you know, like, a little sort of Leatherman. It's not a Leatherman. It's, like, really small, but it is like a Leatherman. So it has a knife and pliers, uh, medicine, like, ibuprofen, Benadryl, stuff like that. I carry this thing where, like, if I were to get – or if I or someone else were to get cut really bad, I can, like, put this, like, sponge, and I'll, like, soak it up. I don't know what it's called, but I have that. Quick Glot? Okay, yeah, 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 that's what it's called, yeah. Um, That's all I – can remember that's in my med kit now so that's it um and that usually i think that weighs eight pounds eight and a half pounds probably something like that
1: like that's insane
5: that's what yeah that's what eight pounds and
1: then you add food and water
5: food and water yeah yeah what do you eat uh okay a lot of different things uh more i don't usually make breakfast usually it's
1: coffee lot of coffee yeah
5: i do drink a lot of coffee yeah. on the trail uh in the morning for breakfast i usually just pack up and then stuff a couple bars in my uh, uh the Plante pack has this like really cool uh snack pouch underneath it's like at the base of the pack um so i stuff it in there and then you can like grab it and then there's like a trash bag part of it a trash stuffer so i would stuff like bars in there um candy bars usually um oh belvita belvita breakfast bars bars are my favorite thing for breakfast on trail so i eat a bunch of those um and then for lunch usually i'll stop at like noon or 1 and usually make a ramen with uh and i add idahoan instant potato soup not the mashed potatoes but the, specifically the potato soup i'll like pour that in the ramen so it makes like a potatoy ramen sort of soup which is good for lunch um and then (laughs) and then sounds great yeah (laughs) and then dinner i i usually make a like a nor rice side or um uh sometimes i'll just re-eat that same ramen yeah even better yeah so (laughs) yeah
1: so you lost a little weight then uh i I did lose
5: weight uh at one point yeah like towards the winds i was definitely losing a lot of weight but i think that was also due to the temps were a lot warmer so i was sweating Mm. a lot Um, And I was walking a lot further distances. But then I did feel once I got to Colorado, seeing how I was slowing down and it was way colder. um, I felt like my body sort of went back to what I like the normal weight. I don't know. Homeostasis there. So if you'd
1: like to read more. So you did dispatches along the way. There's six of them. They're up at gear30.com. Gear30.com. It's Simba hikes the CDT. Uh, there's six that we have posted and then you have one more that you submitted, right? The the wrap
5: up one. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's two more. actually. Oh, two more. Sweet. Yeah.
1: Uh, if you really want to get to know how and what he did, it's, it's phenomenal. These dispatches are incredible. If you're thinking about through hiking, Mm -hmm. any trail, and then specifically the CDT, there's information in there that you just won't find anywhere else. It's very valuable. Can I
0: ask him something? Yeah. What kind of shoes do you wear? when you're through hiking Vans. you're just <laughs> wearing those are adidas aren't they yeah these are adidas <laughs> and that makes shoes. sense because simba hikes you know he's wearing sambas you know <laughs> yeah, like nice oh no, um, really though which which shoes did you go at the cascadias yeah. or like who?
5: that's a really popular shoe. yeah i've never worn the cascadias though um my shoe choice was always ultra oh um, ultras Generally, I would wear the Lone Peak 4. That's the most recent Lone Peaks. Oh, that's the Superior. Uh, those huh? are the, su- yeah, the Superiors. My one really good friend who just finished a trail swears by those. He loves, this, he loves the Superiors. Uh, but I usually would choose, I like things with a bit more cushion. So Lone Peak 4s, um, but then my all-time favorite is the Timps. Oh, okay. Um, I really like the Timps. It's just like a bit more cushion. Squishy. And then they're more, if you look at the top part, it's like more mesh. So it's it's breath, more breathable, and on the CDT you're doing a lot of creek crossings uh. all the time. So the temps, since it's more mesh, it like dries out a lot faster. Cool. So. Yeah, that was, that was my shoe choice. I definitely really like Ultra. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. You
1: know, they were a local company. Yeah.
5: They yeah. were. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what and happened? It's
1: like semi-sponsored. I mean, he gets sort of, he gets paid by Gear 30. He gets paid by us. And then he does get donations from gear companies as well,
5: so, yeah. which is pretty nice. Ultra sometimes. However,
1: yeah. he's very picky. Like, he's like, I, I know what I want. So if Company Z gives him something, he'll try it. But it's not like it's going to be
5: the thing. Right. So. Yeah. Very... It, yeah, it's very I'm specific. looking forward to your gear reviews. So there's a very ton exactly. of gear
1: reviews that'll be out in the mm-hmm. spring of stuff that he filmed on the trail. So that'll
5: be that'll be awesome. Mm-hmm.
3: And I was wondering too as far as all of that content you putting some together, you putting a video together, you doing a
5: Yes, I am. That's another thing. Um so aside from all the gear reviews that I filmed on trail for Gear 30, I also filmed a like short a short film of the CDT of of my experience. Um and it'll be similar to some other vid- videos i've made from sweden and nepal so that'll be um i'll be editing that throughout this fall and this winter so we're looking more of like a spring late winter kind of release for that
4: so i have a question too if you're doing all this filming and stuff you using solar panels and batteries oh. or stuff like that and then your base weight being eight pounds what's your camera equipment <laughs> just just 12. You just say, like if you're, you're eight pounds yeah. what's, what's the camera equipment? <laughs>
5: That's a really good question. I do wanna. I should definitely touch base on that because the base weight. I I failed to mention that my base weight, um, being eight and a half pounds, that's just my pack. I forgot to say that I do carry a fanny pack with my camera equipment. So technically that would count towards my base weight, but that's something I carry all the time. So. I don't know what I didn't that ask weighs, the appropriate yeah.
1: question I should ask what's your fanny pack weight yeah yeah exactly <laughs>
3: yeah. Uh, <laughs> it usually comes back to the fanny pack. <laughs> right. stuff, right? yeah
5: um, about power source um, I I don't use a solar panel I use um an anchor battery that I just I got on uh, Amazon it's a I think it's 13,000 milliamps or something like that and um, that would charge my iPhone 7 probably six or seven times fully um, and I would only use that for my iPhone. Generally, my camera batteries, I would charge those in town, and those would last um, the whole stretch to the next town or even further. Um, and I would carry four batteries. So I would just charge those in town. Um, but
1: uh, so You, you yeah. did carry four uh, camera batteries. Though. I
5: carried four camera yeah. batteries, yeah. Very cool. Yeah, that that is really important, though. <laughs> my fanny pack and my camera equipment – does not count. Uh, it, I did not calculate that into my base weight. There are some really particular hikers out there that would be like, You're carrying a fanny pack I and mean, you have lying. A He's lying. His base weight's not eight and a half pounds. Yes, that is true. But like my pack and everything I'm carrying on my back is eight, eight and a half pounds, somewhere around there. And then I have a big fanny pack. So if we really want to count that towards my base weight, it's probably, but it's in like probably helps balance 11 to 12 pounds. The eight pounds. Yeah. On the back. It's, oh yeah, yeah. It makes me go like this on the trail. And <laughs>
4: yeah. And then what kind of camera are you using when you're doing this? Like a DSLR or are you using GoPros or gotcha. something like that?
5: Gotcha. Um, I'm using a, a, a Sony a seven S two, which is a mirrorless camera. It's full frame. And, um, I carried one, one lens that I kept on the camera at all times. And, um, for the camera people out there, uh, it's a 35 millimeter 2.0, 2.8 Zeiss lens. So it's really small and compact, sort pretty sort of wide, and uh, it just kind of does everything that I uh, need it to do on a trail like that. So.
1: So look for the film coming up that'll be worth watching, from Bryden, and then you can go to Gear 30 and check out all the dispatches. Yep. Thanks, Bryden. Thank you. Yeah,
5: yeah. If um, if anybody ever um, is interested in thru hiking long distance hiking or any sort of backpacking trip um, I, I love when people contact me and ask me questions um, who are interested in getting into it and I, I would love to uh, answer any questions or help people out because I remember I was at a place like that too where I had no idea what I was doing and I asked so many people so many questions and I and I loved uh, hearing people uh, answer those questions with experience so and feel free to contact tomorrow, me
1: tomorrow and then you'll be but you'll be back after Christmas some t- so you'll be in the yeah. shop so you can come down to gear 30 ask for Brian. right and, right yep. yeah mm-hmm. very good thanks Brian. Uh, this week's worth watching how do you say th- is that how do you say that Hi. Corey I'm gonna go
0: with what you're thinking oh. it's whores
1: oh, uh, ors piece <laughs> uh, this is a, a short film it's uh, it's unbelievably done and I suggest everyone watch this Whoa! Fancy '90s type tunes here. It's definitely worth. We're not gonna watch the whole thing, but you get an idea real quick. This is a. Oh, this is the animated one. Animated yeah. search and rescue gone wrong. Search and rescue gone way wrong here. So, you got your. Where are they at? They're they're flying into. Oh yeah, this is very. Very dramatic. They gotta fly into the top of the mountain. Is here that a skier? The, the down skier. Yeah, it is. Down skier, yeah. Got a little better. I just like the music. There's no. They don't like talk. So far, so good on everything. Um, yeah, it looks legit so far. I mean, these guys know exactly oh, what the... Oh. Oh,
0: that's why you don't carry things above your head around a helicopter.
2: Ooh.
1: Pro tip. Yeah. Well, that was the <laughs> ski tip. Ski, t- <laughs> ski tip hit oh, the ski rotors. <laughs> helicopter went over the edge of the mountain. <laughs> And, now, oh, and that's uh, it, crashing yeah. at the end, at the bottom. It exploded. And it exploded. Did
3: everybody get out of the helicopter?
1: Nobody was in it because okay. the ski tips hit the rotors, and so now they're all stuck on the top of this mountain. What should the search and rescue team do? How do they get this poor gentleman off the mountain?
5: They're so calm.
1: They're well, they they don't. Yeah, they're pros. That's. How crazy. long is this? They're using. It's like five minutes. So yeah, it's it's, worthwhile. it's Something that you got to go. It's not very long because we're already minute and a half into it. Well, what the hell like, happens? you want to, it's six minutes long well no i don't, don't want to watch the whole thing <laughs> you don't want to watch the whole thing did you see how it offended yeah aliens? i saw the whole it's freaking hilarious yeah it's like the it's no it's worth watching that's yeah, why it, we give these people i've seen it it's all over the interwebs it's pretty funny <laughs> it's yeah well this is what not to do with the rope
5: is this a pixar thing
1: no this is uh just a fanboy it's french or? i think that's cool yeah it's very cool um 46 awards and festivals, including a BAFTA for Best Student Film. Wow. And more than 150 selections. Our film is online in full for only one month, so you only have one month to go watch this film. Uh, If you go to the Gear 30 notes at uh, um, thebandingcollective.com, then hit Ogden Outdoor Adventure. All of the show notes are there, and there's a link to it, so you can watch it. Um, It's it's pretty good. Definitely worth watching. Uh, Gear 30 segment, the promo code OOA. Go to gear30.com, use OOA, sell 12%, save 12% on your purchase. I think this week's deal is Elon, meaning you'll save like 15% on, on Elon skis this week. All you got to do is just go to the website and buy from us. That's it. Or if you want something else, enter the promo code OOA at checkout, You save 12%. And for those of you who live in town, buy online, save 12%, click the little button that says pick up in store, and we'll see you there and give you a hug and then hand you your stuff. I've never gotten a hug. Easy You didn't buy online. Oh, that's <laughs> <true>. <laughs> Did he not just clarify that? But if you're
3: listening right now and you enter O O A, you save twelve percent. Twelve
1: percent. Got it. Twelve percent. Got checkout. And maybe a hug. It
0: but you don't hug. get hugs if you buy in store. Well,
1: no, you get high fives. Oh, okay. Because it's 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 a policy thing. I don't know. There's big hugs. All right, There's thanks. Been... <laughs> <laughs> if Bryden is there, he'll give you a hug. Yeah. Bryden's down. Bryden's down. All right, quote of the week. Let the past drift away with the water. That is a Japanese saying. Let the past drift away with the water. Thank you, Banyan One, for powering today's three hundred and forty-second episode of the Ogden Outdoor Adventure Show. Look for us on Facebook, iTunes. Instagram, Spotify, thebanycollective.com. dot com again with all of the show notes and links to all the things we talked about, including the dispatches from Bryden and information about the Backcountry Bash with Ogden Avalanche. Chat with us on Twitter. Hit us up at Ogden Adventure at Banyan Podcast. This week's outdoor jukebox, sifting through hours of crappy music so you don't have to, or recording our own music so that you don't have to... Record uh, your own music. Yes, this is a song, it's a it's a clutch cover, um, Electric Worry from, from we recorded the Heavy Bucket Band, and uh, so this is, uh, was it Electric Worry? Is that the name of it. Yeah, electric, electric Worry from... Mm-hmm. The Heavy Bucket Band, as recorded in a van at the Monarch during First Friday. As John Muir would say, the mountains are calling, and we must go. Let's go. My Sunday, baby. You ain't